And welcome to Sports Beer and Stuff. I am your host, Brad, a.k.a. The Bad Guy. Hey, everybody. We're back for another week. I'm Joey. Heidi Ho, Winslow's. Winslow's the fuck? I was trying to do a Peter. What's his name? Uh, Steve Urkel. Yeah, I know Steve Urkel, but why, why the Winslow's? Well, I Steve mean, Urkel. the Winslow's are a very happy family. Even when shit goes bad, they get their shit together. And it's like a sharing, hugging moment, man. Uh, all right. Do you want to hug it out? No, no. After uh, last week's uh, games with you, do you want to hug it out? Yeah, I had a bad week. Yeah. Another bad week. It's been a bad season so far. I'm going to call it what it is. I'm okay. I'm, I can't complain too much. I had a, just my best week, hands down, for picking. I'm not saying it's the best week, uh, you know, raking in the cash, but it was a good week calling the games. Uh, four and one, I believe. Uh, four and one. So that makes me 80%. 60% of the time, well, it works 80% of the time. every time. Well, close, it's close enough. Close enough, I guess. So we don't have an 80% of the time. Uh, we have someone in the studio. Brian? What is going on, Sports Beer and Stuff listeners? Okay, go right now. Yeah. That's, that's enough of that. All right. Okay, so these guys shined a bass signal, and by that, I basically just crashed Jesus the Christ. studio. Yeah. All right, well, that's enough of that. Huh. So how was y'all week this week? What's What's happening? Uh, it was not bad. It was okay. Boy, the last time I was in here, uh, the Astros was losing by a few runs or a run. We tied it up. We won game one. Game two was a freaking different story. Uh, game three, I thought it was like, well, Boston's going to close this out early. A uh, few more games come around. What do you know? The Astros are back on top. Pitching is looking better. The bats are woked up because obviously you're not down by two... Uh, Grand Slams, before you know it. And we're back in Houston, and hopefully we close it out in Game 6. And as it's still going on, we're recording on Thursday. So the Dodgers got a three-run lead on the... Atlanta Braves. Atlanta is blowing it again. They had a shot to sweep them. Game 3, they should have won Game 3. They let them win, come back in Game 3. Four runs. Uh, game 5, they're letting them come back in Game 5. Last time, last year, it was 3-1. They let them come back out of 3-1 lead. Uh, is this one of those teams? I mean, Buffalo Bills got to the AFC Championship in the 90s five straight, five straight times, went to the Super Bowl, what, four times, and they came out with no Super Bowls. The 90s, the Atlanta Braves did the same thing. They went to, like, what, I think you told me nine? I think it was eight straight uh, NLCS appearances and then four straight, four straight, World, straight World, Series. World Series. And they only came back with one World Series. It's just one of those teams where, like, what are we missing? Is it a player? Is it some confidence? Is it a manager? Um, honestly, I don't think they're going to win tonight. They have a good chance, I think, to close it out uh, game six. That's an opinion of mine. Uh, if they don't close out game six, I don't like their chances at game oh, six. Oh, if they don't close out game six, it's over. We, 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 safe to say Dodgers in seven. Even with a, a banged-up uh, team. I mean, that's that's what I, that's what I think. I agree with that. I think it's after that. It's just a confidence thing. It's they'll make a difference. Who's best best player? Who's healthy? Who's not? It's just a confidence issue. I agree with that. And uh, going somewhere totally different, I totally have egg on my face again, picking the goddamn Houston Texans. Did I had yeah? I had the fucking Texans too. Houston Texans plus ten loss. points against a, a bad Colts team. Oh, you like that seventeen? And uh, I don't like seventeen and a half this week with the Texans. I don't trust them at all. J.J. Watt said because it's not the same team that he knows. 
I've seen that in ESPN. It's true. It's not the same team he knows. It's the same fucking team he knows because, if I'm not mistaken, he was on a couple of those 2-14 and 14 teams and a, on a couple of those 4-12 and 12 teams. Uh, so, J.J., thanks for trying to be nice, but it's the same Texans team. He was trying to be respectful. It's not, not the same playoff teams that I know. It's not the same players that I know. It's not the same. Well, that thing is it's 100% fact. It is not. It's like, I mean, there's a few people that he may have known on a team. Was he here for the, the new hirings? Uh, no, and that's why he said that, because there's a lot of players he doesn't know. It's not like a rental thing he said, because it's not like he there's players that he wants to get at, or, oh, I hate this guy, he so knows, I'm open against him or something right. like that. He knows Cal, Cal McNair, uh, the new GM. Actually, they probably met with him, and I think after that they released him, right? How Well, there's no Cal McNair, because how much relationship we have with him? Probably seen like once, once or twice, probably. Well, he probably came in his office to play video games with him, maybe. Play video games, play Super Mario Kart. Uh, well, has David Carr's story? He was playing Super Mario Kart or some shit? He was playing video games. We'd not, we're not clear what game was it. I, I said he was playing... Uh, so, if, if David Carr was here, so this is somewhere between 03 and 05. So, he was probably playing Madden's like, look what I did, Pop. I got uh, I got David Carr on here, and Andre's looking good. And, uh, boy, we got that Dominic Davis. He looks really good. Oh, man. Yeah. Good times, right? Houston Texans. Good times. Houston Texans football. Yeah. Well, it could be worse. It could be the uh, New York Jets. Uh, Jets are bad. Would you rather be a Texans fan or a Jet fan? The Jets, hear me out on this. The Jets were, they had their ups. Then they had heartbreaks. Like, for instance, um, what was that guy's name? I'm like horrible with names. Um, The butt fumble guy. Mar Sanchez. He had, I never liked him, but he had flashes where he looked like, well, he might take him there. He might take him to the next level. And then, you know, that fell apart. Um, was there I mean, anything else that you really remember in the last 10 years in the Jets organization? Uh, no, I can't say I have remembered anything from the Jets in the last 10 years. Wasn't Fitzpatrick on the Jets? He had a couple Well, yeah, there. Fitzpatrick was on the Jets. He had his moments. He had one good year, and then he said he got a big contract, and then they released him, I think, the next year, if I'm not mistaken. Who did he play for first? Was he on Texans first and then Jets? Or? I don't even remember. Does it really make a difference with he was, Fitzpatrick? He was I mean, a journeyman. He's been everywhere. No, he, he's he been is every, a journeyman. He's almost played for all 32 teams, I think, at this point. Uh, pretty damn close. Pretty damn close. If there's a record for most teams, he might break it. Mm, over under. Do you think he's been over 13 teams? Has to be at least ten at this point. Entertain them with something. Uh, don't just say something. Just talk. I'm gonna try to entertain them with something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, stuff. Stuff going on. You're not doing it. You're doing uh, it again. Well, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm gonna go to my laptop and find some stuff and sing some stuff. But it's too late for that now. Well, too late. It's too late for it. I was gonna look at Ryan Fitzpatrick's wife, but now I'm just, I figure let's get professional. It was going to be funny, but now it's not funny. Well, it just failed miserably. See, you was going to nail the punchline, but he interrupted. He was that annoying audience member. Sound like right now. Somewhat, yeah. So what are you searching right now? Fitzpatrick teams. I want to find out how many teams he's been on. I need to get some better sound drops. I could play like the Jeopardy music as you're looking for that. There's like so much things I could play when you're looking for that. Sound drops to make it funnier. Uh, I guess, Brian, this is your time to get in some stuff. So go ahead, Brian. You're just shaking your head at me now. Go ahead. 
I got nothing, man. <laughs> uh, nine teams. Nine teams. I said ten. I was I was damn close. Uh, let, let's all right. Let's see how many you can name. Uh, I can't I can't do this because I'm already looking at it. I'm okay. Go- okay. Uh, Miami. All right. You got one. Uh, the Washington football team. Okay, that's two. Recent. Texans. That's three. The Bills. Uh, that's four. Uh, Washington football team. The Bills. Let's see. Uh, shit. Uh, the Bengals. That's that's another one. That's five. Boy, you know your Fitzpatrick shit. <laughs> Are you a secret fan? No, no. Uh, secret fan. Round it up. Sure. I'm gonna round it up for you. Tampa, uh, the Jets, Tennessee Titans, and you know where he began at. No, the St. Louis Rams. I will never get those last four or last five. I remember he came in. He beat. Um, you remember for some reason Bolger might have been injured, something like that. So he was playing. He had a huge game against the Texans, three hundred yards. I think he had one or two t- interceptions, but he had like three or four touchdowns, and it all came back from the second half. And the reason why I remember this for uh, the Texans were playing him, and the Texans were such a shit team. We might have only had two wins, and I think we were going on our third one. So we lost that game, and like Jerry Jones is like at halftime, yeah, there you go. Hey, look, they got a good offense. All they need is Reggie Bush because we were supposed to pick Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush was the draft pick of choice, the flashy uh, running back, can't-miss prospect. And uh, the Texans wind up taking Mario Williams. And actually, I don't know. Maybe Mario was the better pick. I think Mario Williams was the better pick. It was probably the best pick of that class. It was just a horrible, horrible draft class. Well, I mean, it was not a horrible, horrible draft class, as you think. But they it was did, pretty it never bad. Everyone, out. everyone did it. They failed. had a long careers, but they didn't pan out. There was not the superstar level. Everyone was a bu- not quite a bust, but didn't pan out very well. None no, of them was superstars they were supposed to be. No, there a lot of them were journeymen. The quarterbacks were journeymen. Vince Young should have been, should have been the man. Should and, have been a superstar. Was not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. Uh, Trust me, you're not that guy. I want to say the guys that I could really think of was Reggie Bush. Matt Liner. How the fuck are you going to put Matt Liner? Had a good Matt career. Matt Liner, was, I'm not saying he had a good career. I'm mentioning the guys from the draft class. Oh, I'm, I'm just going with what my, I think that had a good NFL career. Uh, Probably Williams, number one, and Reggie Bush, number two. 100 plus sacks. I think by far he's the best person out of that draft class. Reggie Bush, the last, the first couple of years were actually really good in New Orleans. He was never to feature back, but he always, you know, his role was really Passing, good in it. Like little things, like being a, a number two running back. He was not. Kick returner, punt returner. Kick returner and making explosive plays, yes. Uh, it fit the team pretty well. If I'm not mistaken, was he on the Super Bowl team? Uh, yes, he was on the Super Bowl team. Well, he got a ring. He got a ring out of it. Mario Williams got paid more than all of them, I think. Mario signed to that big-ass contract in Buffalo. Over to $1 million, $100 million deal? Something like that. But, I mean, he had sacks. I mean, his stats are there if you look it up. So Mario Williams was the best player on the draft. And the Texans got it right. Listen, when uh, the general manager for the Texans, what was his name? Rick Smith. Rick Smith. Expect the first and second picks to be pretty good. And the whole shit class afterwards, the shit can't. I mean, well, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, pick anyone. We got our two ones. We got one and two. We're good to go. Let's go back to Houston. That was Rick Smith. I mean, he was good with the first two rounds. After that, it was the whole draft class fell apart. Every class. Uh, he was flying people like uh, D'Amico Ryan's out of the second round, Brian Cushing, and just people like that, like that you wouldn't expect to be that good, that probably should have been a first rounder. 
I was really hoping we were going to get in that draft class when we took Mario one and number two uh, in the second round. We got uh, D'Amico. I was hoping to get Lindell White from uh, UFC because I thought he was going to be a really good running back. He didn't pan out either. It was a, You know what? The whole class sucked. That's why really, I, I just told you the whole draft class sucked. It, just, it sucked. I mean, I, I, they were journeymen. They, they lasted in the NFL. And truth be told, there were team players that lasted in the NFL. Matt Leinard lasted for quite a while, to be honest with you. He had a run in Arizona. He had a run in a small run in Houston, and he bounced around for a little bit. I think, he, if I'm not mistaken, he was in Oakland for a year. Had some backup jobs, had some other stuff. Uh, kind of similar to Sam Bradford, but Sam Bradford has got paid like so much. We talked Sam about it before, Bradford, so many times. His agent is the best agent. I don't know the guy's name, but he's the best agent in NFL. How much $20-something million contracts he had? A lot. A three. Even the last one was $21 million for a year or some shit like that? It was the biggest contract. And after that, they changed the draft class where they didn't want to pay the... The rookies coming into the draft. Right, right. So that was St. Louis, right? Uh, St. Louis and then the Eagles. Went, the Eagles, the Cardinals. Uh, and then Minnesota, don't forget that. And then Minnesota. And every one that he signed was a big contract. Was $20 million each contract. Cha-ching, that's the way we needed that button at. We don't have, have the cha-ching button. button, but you guys get where I'm going out with this. Just bear with us. Uh, so, I'm not a big fan of this week's games. I did dabble a little bit on them. I've seen some point spreads coming down. Uh, we'll get to our picks later. But here's something I've been wanting to talk to you. Uh, I'm not sure if you took your notes, but I took my notes. Uh, I made them like last second. I mean, my notes are very unprepared this week. Uh, mine's too, but I'm not talking about football. I want to get into uh, who should have been heavyweight champion, WWF champion. Oh, shit, I didn't do this at all. Oh, you didn't do it at all? I didn't do it at all, but I did it off the top of my man. head. Oh, wow, you really got... Boy, you suck. You I, I pooped a bit on that one. You caught mm. it by surprise. Mm. See, we talked about this. and I, I, I wiped a bet on that you, one. And I thought you was going to do it. See, this is what happens uh, when you deal with an unprofessional... I'm the professional uh, on this team. The term guys. is I fucked the pooch on that one. Mm. That sounds really wrong, Michael Vick. <laughs> it's a freaking it's a reference, right? It's really sick. It's a freaking uh, reference. First reference people, I ever heard. Uh, but people normally say you screw the pooch. They don't say oh, I fucked the dog. <laughs> well, it's basically what do you call it? I mean, it's very fucking stupid if you think about it. It's a very stupid term. Well, here's something I want you to know. Next time you come at my house, I'll be fucking watching you. <laughs> you sick bastard. Should we give Brad I, I got uh, time to go to his list? And I guess we'll... No, I, I, you know what? We're going to have to save it for next week. I think we could do it. I'll let you do it. Do your five, and then I'll come up with it. I'm going to go for the ones that you couldn't probably think of. So I'm going to give you the most easiest ones. Okay, so I'm, we're going to go five. I had two, I think, on my list. So I can think of three easily. Go ahead. Okay, I'm going to go with five. And again, you should come up with five of them pretty easily. Um, I got it in my notes here somewhere. Samsung. There we go, notes. Yeah, stuff. Come on, and, man. And things. There we go. Okay, I could easily come up with 10, but I'm going to only go with five. This is my top five who never was WWF or heavyweight champion. It should have been champion. Um, I don't have them in order, but this is how I feel about it. Uh, Roddy Piper. Definitely. Should have hold the title once. And I understand the gimmick is better than the belt, but... How would you? I would like to see how would that work out. I, you know what? I am going to rank them. I got Hot Rod at number one. Um, 
Number two, I'm going to go with Jake the Snake Roberts. Again, also the gimmick. I get it. Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts is number two on my list. Uh, Dude was an intelligent man when it comes to wrestling. He had some, he was charismatic. Uh, Probably the best and worst promos, hands down. Uh, Definitely number one for sexual tension. Oh man, those promos are—you gotta look up some of Jake Saint Robert's promos. It's not big enough, but it'll get the job done. Um, and that's not what I'm saying; that's what he's saying. Um, Jake Saint Robert's at number two. He, and you know what? Imagine him going against Macho Man with that title, or him and Hulk Hogan. Hell, him and the Warrior. He probably would bring out something in the Warrior. Um, you could have put him on anybody. And he would have probably make him look good. And I also want to mention something else real quick. Uh, if it wasn't for Why Jake are you the Snake, something? Stone Cold would have had that great reference. That uh, he, uh, yeah, I guess Austin so. just whipped your ass. He came that up on the fly, but it was because of the, the Christian promo that he was given. Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts was running in 96. Before you get into number three, one mm-hmm. more thing about Jake the Snake Roberts. Mm-hmm. Uh, at a house show in 80-something, I think 84, if I'm not mistaken. They didn't post it. I know where you're going at with this. He was over when he DDT'd Hogan? He was over. He DDT'd Hogan, and they didn't post it. They, they didn't, didn't post it because he got too big of a, re- a fan reaction. Too big a fan reaction, so they didn't put it on a TV show. Something I They scratched understand. the whole feud and everything because they didn't want Hulk Hogan's career to die, basically, because he was so over. Well, they were scared if they was to give Jake the Snake Roberts the belt that he wouldn't have been as over that much, basically, with the fans. We're, we're just fantasy booking, but wouldn't you think that would have been more money involved in that that, that they passed up on? Wouldn't you agree on that or no? I agree. Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts is definitely one on the list that should be there. Go ahead with number three. Uh, just because he's a great worker, probably the best worker on this list, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning. And I agree. In the 80s, early 90s, um, he had a, a small feud with Hulk Hogan. He made Hulk Hogan look like a million bucks. He was flipping all over the place. He was flopping. He was selling. Um Put him against Bret Hart instead of the Intercontinental Championship feud. That would have been great. Uh, him and Macho could have done some business. That probably would have been good. Uh, who else? Who else could have been somewhere like that in the in the nineties for him, um, or or the eighties? I guess. Again, probably the big three guys I could think of is Warrior, Macho Man. Um, yeah, just give him, give him the ball, let him run with it. I mean, even if you were to give him to him for 60 days, 30 days, it, trust me, he would have get the one pay-per-view, he would make a million bucks on it, and it would have been good. Uh, so perfect is three. Uh, here's number four. I'm going all old school here. Uh, Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase in the 80s, again, probably would have been solid with Hulk Hogan, uh, Macho Man. If you would have turned face uh, Andre the Giant again, that probably would have been good. Yeah, Ted DiBiase was his persona was pretty over. He had a pretty good gimmick. I don't see how that's not. How is he not champion? It was kind of gimmick when he gave the belt. You remember that, and and they took it back from him because they made a tournament. I think for WrestleMania four or three. Remember because Andre Giant cheated somehow or another, yeah. and it was bullshit. So Ted DiBiase would have been four. And here's my last one in modern era, Samoa Joe. I like that one. Samoa Joe was super, super over in NXT, super over anywhere in WWE. 
his feuds with AJ Styles were badass, and from any wrestling organization, from ROW to uh, WWE and wherever else they were doing indies, uh, they were solid. So him with a title run against Roman Reigns or whoever else you want to throw them, AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, uh, even Jeff Hardy, I think, if I'm not mistaken, was in there somehow or another with a feud. It would have been good. Hell, him and uh, Brock Lesnar should have been, would have been money. Um, so that that's my five, and that's that's his five on the top of. Uh, I actually drew Samoa Joe at the last in there. I want to mention something real quick. Uh, is he still wrestling, or is he like commentating? I, it's injured. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong exactly. What's going on with him? But I know he's injured, and I I just think Vince McMahon probably just wanted to took him out of being NXT champion. Okay, I'm going to start mine off with number one. And this one's no surprise to Joey O'Brien. I mean, I'm nicknamed the freaking bad guy because of this. I gave you the easy ones. Come on. I know you give me the easy easy ones. ones. I'm going with Razor Ramon, number one. Okay. I mean, he was over. He was over with the fans. He was over as an Intercontinental Champion, and he never got, even in WCW, never won a champion. I would probably would have took it off of Diesel and put it on him in 94 or whatever when Diesel had it because Diesel is probably the, the worst WWF champion for drawing wise, and in that time frame, his career basically in WWE the nineties was the worstest for drawing. So why not give some kind of chance? Why not give him a chance for the champion? Even if you were to give it to him for a little bit, I, I mean, shit, you give people for it for one day. I could you could have given it to him for a couple, a couple weeks, put it on to the next big pay per view, and call it a call it a day if you want to get it off him. Here's the thing: I don't think he cared. Because if he wanted to make the extra I understand he don't care. It, we're not asking. We're not saying well, who cared, who didn't. We're just thinking our point of view. Who would have been good champion, and what we would have liked to see champion. So number one, Razor Ramon. Uh, number two, I'm gonna go with Owen Hart. I had Owen Hart on my list again. I gave uh, you. You give me some of the easy ones for this reason because I didn't come with a list. Uh, Owen Hart for short, technical worker, probably one of the best workers, never to win the championship. Hands down. Working wise, one of the best. Uh, for reference, if you haven't watched another Owen Hart's work, watch him versus Britt Hart, uh, WrestleMania 10, I believe. Yeah, I think that was their best match. One of the best matches. Open match, uh, open to start the pay-per-view. Uh, opening match, probably the best opening WrestleMania match of all time. Uh, and then number three, uh, I'm going to go with a surprise here. I'm going to go with a modern person from my era, because I'm going to go Shelton Benjamin. Okay. Shelton Benjamin should have definitely been a champion. Uh, he's a great worker. I mean, he was over. He was a great worker. He was over with Hawkins when he was uh, the tag team champions. I mean, they had him in all these matches, like uh, the Hell in the Cells and the uh, Elimination Chambers for a championship and never give him... They were pushing him. They never let him have it once. They were pushing him. So that's number three. Uh, I know I'm missing some big names because I go, it's my list and it's how I'm going to keep it, basically. Uh... Number four, I'm going to go with Vader. It's time. It's Vader time. I mean, he was over everywhere. He was over in Japan. He was over in WCW. Everywhere he went, he was over. He was on ECW, was he? Uh, Probably, but I don't know. I, I, got, I, was, I had to look up. Okay. I got no problem with Vader, that. I gave you the easiest ones. Vader was over everywhere. Uh, And the problem was Shawn Michaels not liking Vader. Yeah, Shawn Michaels is a, was a prick. He was a dick. He was a dick. No one put it. Because he couldn't work right or stuff like that. I mean, everywhere he went, he seemed to do okay. I don't think he's the best worker in the world, but he couldn't be that bad. 
It's a big nasty heel holding a belt for a little while to get it off him and put it on a baby face. Uh, Shawn Michaels would have appreciated if he would have just put him over at one time. I mean, think about it. He gave the spot to Psycho Sid, which that probably one of the worst workers of all time. And he got the the championship belt multiple times. Something I don't I can understand putting it on him once. He's a he was a million looked like a million bucks back in the day, but I mean multiple times. I think he was three time champion. But that's how wrestling was back then. It was who, how you looked, basically. That's why uh, Goldbergs of the world and people like that were so over back then. Yeah, but how how bad did The Undertaker and uh, Psycho Sid shit the bed on that one? Oh, the, that was the same match, uh, WrestleMania 13 against... Uh, Bret Hart, Sean Bret Hart Stone and Stone Cold. That is probably my favorite match of all time. That, that is my favorite match of all time. Not just WrestleMania match, not just Stone Cold match or Bret Hart match. No, that's my favorite Wrestling match of all time. Here's the one I'm going to throw out there, and I, I'm sorry for uh, shitting on your list. Uh, Bret Hart, British Bulldog, 92, Intercontinental Champion, Survivor, or SummerSlam. Get some time to watch that one. That was really, really good. Well, here's the thing with watching that. I used to enjoy having the network, WWE Network, oh, yeah. just to search the match you want to watch, and it was there. So you're saying you don't like the cock? No, the cock is bad. The yeah. cock is bad. Okay, you can't find anything on it. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the cock. No cock. Nope. I don't like cock. If uh, if I knew how to use that, I would really like to record that and use that somewhere down the line. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You got one more. All right, I got one more. Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, Really? Why not? Why not Bam Bam Bigelow? I'm going to say really to you. Why not? Why not Bam Bam Bigelow? I don't think he drawed that much of the audience. He was over as fuck. Uh, I don't know I if it was over as fuck, but I can tell you one thing. I mean, his look was it was not a million bucks, but it was five hundred thousand bucks. Uh, big nasty heel. I wouldn't want him as a face. I know that for big sure. Big nasty heel. He was a big nasty. Can you imagine him as a champion for just a little bit, a little bit of a run? Baby, eighties or nineties. Nineties. Mm-hmm. Nineties. Can you imagine like a a baby face beating him, like a Shawn Michaels or? A diesel, a diesel. How uh, Scott Hall, uh, Razor. Scott Hall. There you go, and you get two off the list. And Scott Hall beats him. Something different too. Uh, here, here's two more that I'm going to draw out there, and I'm not going to go any more details. I'm just going to mention the names. Lex Luger. Lex Luger. I would have liked to see what he would have done. Um, and there was one more I had. Lex uh, Luger. You mentioned Ted DiBiase, so it's not him. British Bulldog. British Bulldog. Uh yeah. You give me a lot of the easy ones, but I made my own list up basically on the fly because I, I know it would never be in your list, but Shelton Benjamin is this one that I really See, that think was before, I don't understand. That's that's after my time, so I I can't. You remember I got out of it for the longest time. Realistically, if it wasn't for the damn Royal Rumble coming in town, uh, and it got us both into watching wrestling, again. I would have never been talking about this, hands down. I think once uh, the Rated R Superstar started happening, I watched some of that run, and then after that. That was it for me. Like 2006, 2008, that was it. I stopped watching wrestling. Mm, and uh, so I never watched none of the CM Punk stuff, like the real stuff everyone freaks out for. But I remember CM Punk in WCW, or not WC, uh, ECW, when they brought that shit back as ECW champion. And I liked it CM Punk then. Is he a little bit overrated? Maybe. But I liked it CM Punk. That's why I give him somewhat of a pass. I don't think CM Punk is over, or excuse me, overrated. But a little bit. I'm. I'm gonna say one thing. That's overrated. His uh, AEW return. 
No, I'm not a big fan of it. It needs to be tweaked somehow or another. It needs to be more exciting. It just feels happy and joy, and, and that's not the uh, CM Punk I know. Like hugging and kissing the fans. I don't the think only I thing he's doing him. is shaking hands and kissing babies. I told you this before. I don't know if I said it on a podcast, but I think I said it with you. If you're not going to have him be a heel, which we know not to have him as a heel because you're trying to make money, I get it. But you got to have him like a Stone Cold Authority figure type of role, right? That I'm against the establishment. Well, you can't Fuck do that, you Brad. You can't do that, Brad. John Moxley's doing that. Okay, he's the new Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh God. Yeah. It's like, there's so much feuds. There you go. You can have him against John Moxley. That's money. You can have I got a better so idea. Here's a feud right here. John Moxley goes in a feud with him because he was going to give his sneakers out to somebody else. And John Moxley stole them. Oh, man. So it's like CM Punk's like, oh, man, you stole my sneakers. Those were my Jordan 1s. I mean, there's so much stuff they could do with him. They could have him. In, but I'm telling you one thing. I wouldn't be surprised if CM Punk doesn't want to fight none of these wrestlers on the roster right now. None of these people. I mean, he's fighting. That's nothing. I, I'm no, not. I don't say think he, he don't wants to fight. fight like the main people, like the people he's expecting is not going to be there in a year or two, like the uh, the Kenny Omegas of the world, the Young Bucks of the world, and stuff like that. Why not MJF? Already, that's about the only guy I see that's interesting for me. I think he doesn't want to fight none of those guys. He's waiting for they can get their contracts up, they can sign more people, or he could fight other people. He don't want to be pushed to the main card right away. And he's waiting for someone else to dominate the main card, like uh, Daniel Bryanson and everyone else. Where he could Brian Danielson, Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryanson, whatever. Uh, so one more thing, since we're talking about AEW, have you seen the Eric Bischoff stuff between Tony it, Khan? And Eric very, Bischoff? very small. Uh, he called a lot of their stuff petty because he's not going head to head with uh, Raw or SmackDown. I'm not sure exactly which. I guess he's going to be SmackDown, right? And he's like, I, I guess Eric Bischoff is kind of fed up with Tony Khan you know, picking on him or what he did, and we're not going to mess up like WCW did. And he basically said, why don't you grow some balls and why don't you go up head-to-head with them? And then he could start talking shit. I agree with him 100%. No, I, I, I agree that with him 100%. Yeah. And he was like, uh, and here's one thing, Tony. I actually went up with them head-to-head. Yeah, I was yeah. beating them for two years. Yeah. Okay, so then talk shit about it. You, you, they're winning the demographic. Oh, I'm winning the younger demographic. They're winning by like two, three thousand in the demographic of eighteen to forty-five. So they're winning in that small little thing, but they're losing by two hundred thousand views on a weekly basis, and they're not even competing against each other. The first time I'm going to agree with Eric Bischoff. Now, where was he saying this on? Was it like a... his podcast, most likely? It was on Eric Bischoff's podcast, and then Tony Connor responded on another podcast. Okay, Anything so they've been going back and forward with each other. I mean, here's the thing with Tony Khan, man. Stop throwing petty shade. Just run your business and be quiet. Well, that's the thing. Every time he gets a chance, he's like, oh, I'm going to kick your guys' asses. I'm going to beat WWE. And he mentions their name. And then the Tony Khan thing is like, how much times can you basically mention them? If you don't mention them, it's not going to be a a ding. You're not at their level, basically. (sighs) You got CM Punk and you can't compete. That's the biggest return in years of wrestling. That return was huge, and you still can't compete. That means to tell me you're light years away from ever being a legit company. The only thing I'm going to say in this is, you know how everybody bitches uh, WWE's crap and this and that? I grew up on this stuff. I'm a fan. Even if it is crap sometimes. Most of the time it's crap. Where is the independent uh, indies wrestler fans... Why are they not watching AEW? 
why is it the ratings like, well, you have a lot of people on there. You have a lot of good wrestlers on there. You have everything you like on there. You have blood, gore, this, that, the other, pizza cutting faces and everything. Um, why are you not drawing fours and sixes? I don't think anybody's going to draw anything over two point something. And as much shit that Fox gives a uh, SmackDown or, or Vince McMahon, find a TV show on Friday that's going to do two point something that Fox could put on there. No, they know that. They give them shit, but they know that. That's why they haven't ripped up the contract. They're, just, they're mad because every time they get stuff, they kind of take it away. They was mad about Becky Lynch uh, going to Raw. They was mad about a couple other things because, like, they was mad about not getting CM Punk. Oh, yeah, like, that, that was really pissed off about that, and they were not happy about The Fiend going and getting released. Because they know what draw, basically. It's like, well, we're at $2 million and you keep on releasing these people, and you keep on sending these people over here. If we have all these people, maybe we'll get to $4 million. Maybe we'll get to the higher than that. Even though it's not, because that's just how much wrestling fans is out there. It doesn't w- matter how good the show is. I think it's not going to eclipse over 2.5 or 2.6. WWE could put Steve Austin on for a month straight, and I bet you they won't draw high, nowhere near three. It's just wrestling fans are not there no more. I don't think wrestling fans exist like it was back then. A lot of the people watching the Attitude Era back then wasn't really wrestling fans. It was watching it for the, the Jerry Springer aspect of it. Here's the thing. You, don't, you, you didn't have a lot of stuff back then either. I mean, you have medias and things of watching it where you don't have to watch the whole fucking episode. And it's TV nowadays. People don't watch cable. People are watching freaking stuff on well, streaming stuff. Well, hang on one second. Again, you don't need to watch three hours or something when you get watch it fast forward. People don't have patience no more. Okay, that's one thing. You can record it, fast forward it, and spit through all the time of it. Okay, and another thing, you didn't have other things competing with. Okay, there's no such thing as social media. There was no such thing as, you know, everybody has right now. There's... It's a you know like a like a moment away from your fingertips. They didn't have that. Okay, that's why it was so popular in the nineties, and that's why it was booming in the eighties. Another thing is all these indie promotions that no one got to see. Basically, all these indie fans they watch some of their promotions. They're on cable access TV, like some of these like really bad cable networks, like really high up there. You got to search it, like like MLW. Yeah, probably. We but could no, make an no. announcing. No, not really. We're not very good. No, no. Uh, MLW of the world and all that other kind of stuff. Impact. There's still fans watching that. It's like 100, 200,000 fans a week. True. Each one of those episodes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we got a wrestling talking. We got a wrestling talking. So there you go. We ain't got no beer tonight. Uh, no beer. Well, I have two, but you guys have had to fight it out. I don't want to fight with nobody. No, I don't. I'm like bloated that. as shit. I don't Does need no more guests. talk about boxing? Even no. it was like two weeks ago. No. Did anybody no. did anybody no. see the Tyson Fury fight? I heard really good stuff about it, but I don't want to talk boxing. That's the thing from the past. Boxing is it. Yeah. Kind of. I can kind of see, but it's kind of interesting. The fight I watched was pretty damn interesting. I know. I know. I heard everything was good about it, but again, I'm not going any further than that. If y'all do want to talk about it, you'd be my guess. Well, he's sticking to his guns. What yeah. do you say, Brett? Uh, I guess we want to talk about it, but I mean, it's kind of awkward because we're talking like face to face in one mic. Don't kiss uh, each other. It, it's pretty. We need to get another microphone over here, right? I know we're butting shoulders, pushing back and forward. And it's really hot in here. I'm gonna a take off bit. my shirt a little bit. Well, Brian, you can get up and lower the air conditioning down. It's right outside the room. Yeah. And yeah, go ahead, Brad. You can help yourself. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead. 
Oh, he really did it. Well, he's got up and he's going to put the air conditioner on because it is really warm in here. We're packed like sardines because we don't have a big room. And for God's sakes, we need some air. And air is on. And we're going to continue our podcast. And here comes Bradley. Uh, his name's Brad, not Bradley. I say Bradley. I don't like the name Bradley. Bradley, do you like the name Brad, Bradley? Do you like the name Brad or Bradley? What do you say? Uh, I, don't, I don't like Bradley. It sounds like a douchebag. It? Yeah. it sounds like a rich douchebag. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that guy. I'm pretty sure I heard You're people call guy, you... Pal. I'm pretty sure I heard people call you Petey. Ooh. Ooh, I don't like that. Uh, Spidey. Only friends call me that. Well, what's your name, Peter? Can I call you Petey? Ooh, I don't like that. Uh, so where should we go at in this roundabout that we're going in circles? Uh, we can get into picks whenever you're ready. Hit the button. You're going to start off this week because you started off uh, last week. And I, oh, oh, there you go. Good job. And uh, I had a better record than you did. You know, quite honest with you, I have to get on you. I've been having a better uh, record than you have since six weeks running. It is what it is. It's a it's a bad year, but uh, I think I'll come back. I'm not worried about it. It comes in bunches. I know this for a fact from last year. Like, it comes in bunches. I had a three game lead on uh, a friend of the podcast, uh, Cliff from Cliffhanger Sports, and he came back and what a vengeance! Like I had a three game lead throughout the whole season. Don't make me be Tony Khan. What what Tony Khan do? Like, like talk shit because I'm going to talk shit all the time. Oh, go ahead and talk shit like Tony Khan because when he talks shit, to. he can't back it up. I don't want to talk shit. That's what I'm saying. Don't let me be Tony Khan. I'm going to let you be Tony Khan. Go ahead. Well, I'll I'll be Tony Khan, I guess, and beat you in the demographics of 18 to 40. 18 to 49. 49? Jeez. A lot of old people and young people watching. Yeah, there's a lot of old people watching wrestling, and I'm one of those. Like I tell people, like, oh, I took my kids to to the Royal Rumble and watched wrestling uh, uh, for um, whenever it came in town. It's like, I was there too. You took your kids? No, I I went with my brother's. (laughs) No, we we went for our own amusement and we had fun watching it. It was a pretty good time, though. Uh, my birthday cake, uh, August. I don't know what, what was it. I forget what it was. Was it sports or something? Was it NFL? I think birthday. It cake? was an NFL birthday cake. It was really thing. weird. It was like uh, I didn't. I don't the know. The logo. It was the NFL logo. So, uh, my kids made it. My wife made it. God bless them. But so it was like my uh, who acts? Was it mom? How can you get him a wrestling birthday cake? Joey don't watch wrestling. No, no, sometimes I do. And I was like mumbling it for nobody to hear me. It's like, yeah, I, I, I a, sometimes watch wrestling. It's one of those it. things that you keep a secret for some reason. And Bret Hart said it the best. Uh, it's like pornography. No one wants to talk about it, but they do watch it. Uh, it's like pornography. You watch like WWE, you're basically like in softcore stuff, stuff you watch on Cinemax and stuff like that back then. And then if you watch, uh, what was it, ECW? Then, yeah, you're probably into hardcore that's a, stuff. That's the penthouse stuff. You, the penthouse stuff, hardcore stuff. You have, like, DVDs somewhere. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so that took a wrong turn again. That took a turn, but it's fine. It's all right. Uh, we're going to go into the picks. Uh, my lock of the week, I'm going to start off with, uh, which, by the way, still 5-1 and one in the locks. The yeah. record's not good, but still 5-1 and one in the locks. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, the 49ers minus four on Monday night uh, football. Or Sunday night football. 49ers minus four against the Colts. They're playing 
Uh, on the road, Jimmy G's coming back, though, from an injury. Uh, with something to prove since all the trade talk going on. And he hates the 49ers. So he's, he's, he's he hot on for- the 49ers. Yeah, I don't like the 49ers. You know this. So for me to bet them and put them as my lock, it has to be a game that I really like. I had to interrupt you because you were saying, oh, Jimmy G's coming off of an F injury. He wants to show us. I'm like, this motherfucker's talking so highly about them. I don't like Jimmy G as a quarterback. He's not like a star quarterback, but he's not half bad. And he has something to prove because they want to trade him. Uh, the Colts have been getting public attention since uh, almost beating Baltimore. And I don't understand that. And then beating the Texans, a division rival, is just really not good. So I like uh, the 49ers this week. Minus four. Uh, some of the reasons I like these games are just funny. I'm looking at my notes. I'll get into that in a second. Uh, I'm going to go with Vegas uh, minus three against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Vegas minus three coming off a bounce back after the whole John Gruden situation. Uh, last week, they looked good like they was doing for the first couple weeks of the season. Mediocre teams normally beat up on bad teams. I think Philadelphia's a bad team. It just feels like that kind of a game. I can see them easily covering three points. Uh, Lions plus 16 points. This is one of those, like I've been saying, the egg on my face, you get be scared, you get embarrassed. I've been getting embarrassed on all these games. Like I think I'm like 0 for 4, 0 for 3 on these kind of games, like taking big points. But the Lions plus 16 points. They never stop giving up. It's one team that always fights back in games, the Detroit Lions. And this game means way more to Derek Goff than it means to uh, Sean McVay. So I like them uh, plus 16. Uh, Cincinnati plus 6.5. Division rival games, you got uh, Baltimore against uh, Cincinnati. They always play tough, division rivals. Joey B., Getting points, we talked about this many times before in the podcast. What's a quarterback we like to bet? Joey B is the type of quarterback we like to bet getting points because he always fights and he always comes back. If he's down by 14 points, he's going to go up and get, try to get a touchdown. And the last one is Green Bay minus 7.5. To look ahead, was 7 points. It went up to 10 points. And went back down to seven and a half. It's been all over the place. And I took a gamble on it today. I was like, I'm not sure if it's going to go any higher, so I'm going to put some money on it at seven and a half. And here's the thing with this week's games. A lot of the public teams won. A lot of the, you know, like the, the average Joes, bet like public teams like the the Packers and uh, the Chiefs and stuff like that, and those teams covered. And that's why I think they, it went up to ten points to try to get some of those people, but now it's coming back down. Uh, and I was not going to bet this game until I found out something yesterday. Last night, I found out something. I learned something. Just look up the Packers uniforms this year, uh, this week's game. Are you really going serious with this? Yes, I'm serious. I just gave that, you that a weird is, look. I really gave that you is my reason okay, for betting I need this to game. Chime in on this. What does the uniforms have to do with? Uh... Well, to Brad, obviously, it means 25 points. <laughs> it's the reason for me why I'm betting Green Bay. If they was not wearing these uniforms, I want to bet them. How much are you going to win by? By win? 50. Jesus. Oh, that's I would give up 25 and a half Oof. if I had to. It was a point for those 25 and a half. Jesus. Look up these jerseys. Where are they lucky? Like uh, every time they play, they win? The first time wearing them. It's the first time. Look up the jerseys. Uh, if they and lose, tell me they're not going to win by 50 points. If they lose, I'm going to punch you in the face. 
No, Packers because of jerseys. That's the only reason. How I had you, no other handicap on this game other than the Packers jerseys. I'm a little puzzled. How does a jersey make you play better? Uh, it makes you look good. It makes you it's play good. It's the uniforms, Brian. It's the uniforms, Joey. Uh, I have, <laughs> I I have nothing to say. I, I have nothing. percent of the time, it works every time. All right. All right. Uh, Was that your final pick? Yes, my final pick. Mind-boggling is what I have to say. 60% of the time, it works every time. All the first right. time I played it was not like... No, I, I know, it was not even on there. Well, uh, I guess I'm going to get into my picks. I am for the season 19, 10, and 1. I told you I did 80% last week. That's pretty damn good. My locks, remember I didn't have week 1 in there. So I'm 3, 1, and 1 for my locks. I got my notes here. Okay, I took them out of my lock, but I do like them this week. I like New England minus seven points at, uh, excuse me, they're playing at home against the Jets, correct? Uh, yes. I think New England's bounce is back. They had a lot of close games this uh, this last couple of weeks when they lost. Uh, I feel that, you know, the coach and... The quarterback rookie, Matt Jones, is coming along pretty well. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised he wins. He's not going to win rookie of the year, but he he should win offensive rookie of the year. Um, probably the best quarterback I see in the drafts right now. Jamar Chase is making that case for offensive player of the year. Rookie uh, of the year. The receiver for the Bengals. The guy at the Cowboys. What's his name? Uh, which, which one? The corner. Uh, Diggs. He's not a rookie. No, he's not. No, he's second year. Well, he he's playing awesome. I thought he was a rookie. Here's my lock of the week: Kansas City minus four and a half. Again, this point spread was up, down, and all the way around. Uh, the reason why I like it for is because Tennessee played way too good on Monday night against Buffalo, and they won that game. I feel they're going to be on a high. I feel Kansas City is feeling the heat. They're feeling the pressure. Four and a half points. I do like that point spread a lot. I feel Kansas City covers. They should win by a touchdown, at least six points. Remember, those extra points, those are not chip shots no more. So I do like Kansas City as my lock. My number three favorite, I don't like him as much as Brad does, but I do like him. Uh, I like the Green Bay Packers, minus seven and a half points against a team from Washington. Boy, um... The team from Washington can't take anything away from front office. I know that doesn't make a big difference to them, but it's it's public talk that nobody really wants to hear about. They want to hear about the team. So I don't think they're going to be physical ready to go in Lambeau. I think Green Bay is going to have a physical, uh, physical game with them. Uh, I see Aaron Rodgers getting in the red zone uh, quite frequently. Um, I see Green Bay scoring. I feel they should cover... Seven and a half points. Won't be surprised they win by 10. Uh, here's another one for you for my pick four. Houston and Arizona over 47 and a half points. That's playing in Arizona. It's going to be a nice, cool, comfortable dome game. Uh, J.J. Watt's not going to be a factor in this game. The Texans, David Mills is starting. He's uh, Every week he's progressing. He's getting a little bit better each week. Uh, I could see him putting up a little bit of points. And Kyler Murray and the Arizona team, their offense is her, is terrific. And I'm going to mention to you one name 
everybody in Houston should know. There's this receiver named DeAndre Hopkins. He's going to have a game. My, He's going to have a career game. My prediction, three touchdowns over 120 yards. I feel confident about that one. And here's my last pick. Detroit plus 16 against the Rams. The reason why I like it for is because that's way too many points. I understand Detroit's a bad team, but guys, these are NFL teams. These are not college teams. Uh, 16 points. I'm going to take those point spreads all the time. Um, Jared Goff has something to prove. I agree. Uh, He's going back into California. Uh, I don't think they're going to get the win, but I think they're going to cover 16 points. I think I, I could see them losing by 10. They covered a six. I agree. They covered it, but I don't think they win. And They're, it's more important to him than it is to Sean McFay. I think he's going to have a solid game. I can agree with that. I think he's going to have a solid game, but I don't think he's going to win the game. Uh, on a whole different note, away from the picks, you was talking about the Washington football team, and I want to mention that for a second. Uh, Roger Goodell has gotten permission from court, basically, to investigate those emails. Well, it's not just to, it's, uh, Roger Goodell. Now I heard it's Congress that wants to check this, yes. check it, this he out. He went to Congress, and he got permission to look through those emails. And so now he's able to, oh, they're going oh, to oh, investigate oh, those emails. Oh, oh boy. You're going to hear some names coming out. The next couple of weeks, the next coming weeks, you are going to see a lot of shit hit the fan. Let me ask you a question. Things are going to be a little dicey. Do you think anybody's going to appreciate Roger Goodell doing this? That's not, don't want those emails to come out? Uh, no, but I feel a lot. I mean, of as for fans, I mean everybody hates Roger Cadell, but I mean, I think he's doing something good. I think so too because it's going to bring a lot of people. I mean, John uh, Gruden can't John take the Gruden fall for was, this. Can't be the only casualty for what's going on. How much people you think in the locker room says racist shit? How much people you think in the NFL locker room is horrible like that? And John Gruden is the only person taking the fall for that. Why is Washington the only team in the NFL that their name is coming out? Because it was his emails. It was uh, Dan Snyder's emails. Mm. Dan Snyder and the front office of Washington. I feel there's some kind of ring going on over there. I'm speculating, but they keep on mentioning cheerleaders. And for the last couple of years, cheerleaders oh, wanted to sue. Oh, God. Yeah. Remember the case they wanted to sue for something? Who, who and was it? Go to court. Was it Washington's cheerleaders where they took them out of the country to go do a shoot with them, or was it what? Who, what cheerleader squad was that? It might have been Washington's. They wanted to sue Dan Snyder and the whole organization a couple of years ago back, and then that case got dropped because I guess they got paid off or whatever. And every time this stuff comes up, just recently we talked about uh, Dan Snyder basically might lose the Washington football team. It's a possibility if it comes out, hits fans. If something out. bad comes out, like uh, if it's a sex ring type of thing, if he let's say he was using them to use a sex ring, I'm not saying it's happened, it's just speculating. If that kind of stuff happens, he's not going to be the owner of a football team. Hmm. Wow, that's all I have to say as well. I feel there's going to be a lot of owners, a lot of coaches, a lot of people in general, maybe even some players, former players, is going to be mentioned in this thing. I'm actually glad because they're they're digging. I mean, I don't think it's one person should be the fault of it. One person shouldn't be taking the fall. Especially if there's more people that are speculating to be in there. One person shouldn't take the fall for someone else. And the fact that Dan Snyder pretty much tried to uh, to bury everyone else in the situation, try to bury uh, that, not Adam Schefter, but someone else, like this Twitter guy everyone hates. I forgot his name, but he's basically a, a reporter everyone hates. He tried to bury Adam Schefter, tried to bury... Uh, John Gruden, and it's not fair. So he deserves his due if it is something with him involved in it. 
Or whoever is in the you know Washington organization. What if it's not Snyder? What if it's like one of the VPs or, or one of those guys in there? Whoever's involved, they're there to get investigated. Because, I mean, you put someone else out there and you ruin someone else's career. You ruin someone else's basically livelihood because of, to protect your shit. True. Well, I mean, you do dirty stuff, it's going to leave prints. That's all I'm saying. No, I, I agree. And I also want to say something on a different note. We have looked up to Green Bay jerseys, and they do look pretty cool. You're way off on that one, but thank you so much. Uh, way, way other topic. Like, the topic was so far off, but I did show Brian the, the jerseys. And, Brian, do you agree? They won by 25 points. I don't think so. They are, don't get me wrong. They're pretty dope on me, but I don't know 25 points. But They're aerodynamic, more worse, a, better of a jersey, apparently. Well, uh, the Broncos are coming back. I've seen that. I was looking up that. Was that a dream game loss or something like that? A uh, dream game losing streak, yeah, but it was losing to Cleveland with Case Keenum as quarterback. Let me ask you a question. Uh, bridge quarterback, you have to pick one. Who's your quarterback? Case Keenum, Teddy Bridgewater. Case Keenum. I don't feel he gets enough respect. The two teams he went to, the Denver team a couple years ago and the Washington football team a couple years ago, was not very good teams. Borderline starter, um, terrific backup. Terrific backup, borderline starter. Uh, if you put a team around him, he could. he's not going to lose you a game, but he's not going to win you a game, mm. if that makes sense. I mean, he did it in Minnesota. I mean, you remember Minnesota after that? That playoff game, they decided to pay Kurt Cousins uh, f- a full contract. When, when I say full contract, they gave him signing bonus and they gave him the whole, they gave him the whole contract as a signing bonus, right? Yeah. Oof. How'd that work out? Uh, I mean, he puts up stats and he covers points. Oh, well, how much did they win? I mean, did they? How many times they made the playoffs since he he's been there? And uh, how far did he go? Uh, I think one time. I think it was. Or I think it might have been twice out of the three years, wasn't it? And they got eliminated they got in the eliminated. division round. Divisional round both times. One of them I understand was maybe not all of his fault, but he didn't play that good in that game. The, uh, the missed field goal uh, in Minnesota when they played Seattle. Yeah, that one was bad. Seattle all the time gets a lucky break in playoffs when they get in there. And Minnesota always gets a, a bad break. Oh, uh, field goals. Minnesota, though, gets pretty goddamn lucky when they play the Saints. The Saints, man. They beat the Saints, uh, I think, in a wild card round. And fluky, fluky ways. And then in that divisional round, the Minnesota Miracle. Yeah, fluky, fluky ways. Yeah. So how's your week going to go the rest of it? Any plans, anything? Uh, No, no plans for the week, Brian. Uh, Nope, not really. Probably going to take the kids fishing. Um. I might take the kids, uh, not to commission, I might take the kids to like a pumpkin patch or something like that. I don't want to do that. I hate COVID. I don't want to, I, don't, I hate activities outside. Well, not outside, I just hate activities with other people. I don't think it could be, I don't think it'd be busy. I don't think it'd be around people. Oh, on the fucking weekend, don't, you better bet, bet your ass there is. There's going to be uh, pumpkin spice lattes, uh, final shirts, and smoking hot milks all over the place. Sign that me up for like, that. That sounds like a pretty good time to me. Mm, be careful on the COVID. Sign me up for that. Oh, I'm not. I'm not against that. I mean, before COVID, I used to actually like going and doing that. But the only thing I don't like doing is like if you're a, a big adult woman, let the kids get pictures and pick up pumpkins. Don't just try to get in there and, and pretend that you're a model and put it on your Instagram page. That's annoying for me. 
Now, is this for the moms who want to take a pic with their kids? Oh, I don't know if they're even moms. What if they're not moms? What, they're no, not there's moms, no kids. This is them. If they're not moms, I no, can understand. It is a little weird. But if it's with your kids, you just want the memory and pictures of your kids. Uh, it is a great scene here. I wish I had a camera because every time Brian talks, Brad moves to the right. And when he moves more to the right, he's getting closer to me or he looks like he's got a tick. So uh, this is... It's like every two seconds. Yeah, he's going he this way. He I'm going that way. We're both moving left to right. Uh, well, it's like I don't want to be face to face because Brian will put his face in my face. It's like it's very close to kissing if I don't move. That's why I'm, I'm not fucking sharing my microphone anymore. Anyway. I am the professional here. Next week or next couple of weeks, whenever Brian decides to come back on the show, we're not going to call him and tell him. <laughs> <laughs> I basically, I basically crashed the studio, and they're so uncomfortable. Uh, Everything got moved around. By the way, the machine's in a different place. The laptop's in a different place. The microphones are in a different place. Uh, we're more uncomfortable. We got more cut-ins for no good reason. And it's more of uh, just us bringing on each other. How am I supposed to talk? I got to say something every now and then. We never day. said you should talk. You're you didn't a- even want to bring me an intro. You didn't even introduce me in, asshole. Uh, I didn't want to anyways. Uh, I tried to mention a subject. <laughs> nope, not going to talk about it. I don't want to talk about boxing. Nobody wants to talk about boxing, okay? We'll talk about boxing. It's a sports show. We talk about sports. I don't want to talk about boxing. What was we going to talk about? Let's talk about it for three minutes and get this through the freaking thing for Brian to get his thing in. Here's my opinion on it. Boxing is dead. The only shit people are watching now is this Jake Paul bullshit, and people are actually paying $50 to watch it. Nobody wants to watch a boxing match anymore, even a trilogy like uh, Tyson Fury versus uh, Deontay Wilder. Yeah. Put and those that's pretty numbers, much it. Put those numbers up with anything in the 90s, and I guarantee you, you, you'll see a big difference. Hell, go to the 80s. I think boxing died in the year 2000. I am going to mention one thing about Jake Paul's shenanigan, whatever you call it, Cloud Fest fights. He is fighting Tyson Fury's uh, little brother. That's not going to make any goddamn difference to me. I think he's, uh, what's his name, uh, Tommy Fury or something like that? Michael Vick's brother was in the NFL before, too. How'd that work out? Here's the thing. I don't see this uh, Tyson Fury's younger brother going to win. It's basically going to be an air chalk up win towards, uh, what's his name, Jake Paul? Whatever. Jake Paul, Paul, who gives a damn? Uh, Agree. Who gives a damn? I mean, if you're paying for those fights, I'm sorry for you. You're an asshole. You're Uh, an asshole for watching that shit. You got too much money to spend around. How about Mike Tyson sparring gentlemen's agreement match? I have no interest in that either. People watching that, it's like, why are you paying money for that? Uh, The worst I've seen was... uh, uh, Why? Hold on. Vander Holyfield getting beat up by uh, the young UFC fighter. That was sad as fuck. You that, know, that was disappointing. You know what's Dad. worse, sir? Having people trying to hype it up for me. Like Brian's trying to hype it up for me right now. Like, oh, you're going to watch that boxing fight? Nope. Uh, you're going to watch one of the Paul brothers versus one of the Tyson Fury's brothers? Nope. I don't. No. 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 I have no interest in that whatsoever. Dad, I can understand. I have no interest watching Mike Tyson fight Jake Paul. I have no interest of holding Phil fighting. These are all just people that need a payday. I mean, listen, I understand you... Go get paid, go get your money, but I have no interest in it whatsoever. It's like, okay, did anybody have any interest watching uh, Kimbo Slice against Ken Shamrock when they fought? No, nobody watched it, but uh, shout out to Kimbo Slice for being just a normal dude. Yeah, I know. I know he's dead. R.I.P. Kimbo Slice, but shout out to him for being just a normal dude and competing with USC people and MMA people. I agree with that. I mean, he took him out of just being a street fight just a street fighter into the octagon. So, and he took it to him. I mean, he lasted a lot more to see him punk the Buzzing! Yeah, that was, that was a pretty good one. Uh, hold on, hold on. 
<laughs> on cue. So, uh, yeah. That was the Boston talk. Oh, we got... Uh, and I totally shit on it. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say I did anything with a dog. I did, I just shit about it because I don't like it. Uh, so you don't want to say you found a Nope, I'm not going to say that at all. I, I might just go home and pet my dog and nothing else, Brad. It's like beating off a dead nope, horse. Nope, nope. Oh, dear Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, good night. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing in your spare time? You beat up on dogs and you whack off horses? It's a term, beating off a dead horse. <laughs> we're just we're dead silence. I have nothing. Have you ever heard of like, oh man, this guy's beating off a dead horse over here? We would <laughs> never get a sponsor, ever. Maybe. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a PETA is going to be up our mode. ass. Oh boy, beating off horses, beating up on whacking off dogs. What's next, Brad? We got some lambs and sheep's outside. <laughs> you want to know why they call them sheepskin? Oh, oh boy! Oh man! <laughs> All right, good stuff. Good stuff. Two minute warning on that game, boy. That's that's boring as fuck. I feel bad for uh, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck after calling that. That should be a Matt Leinard game calling that. I don't think Joe Buck's calling it because of the World Series, right? Oh, I hope so. I mean, good for him. He's in Houston. You think Joe Buck goes to the, the Mexican restaurants here in Houston? Uh, probably that one that's really famous, but the stadium that everyone talks about. I'm not sure how it is. It's uh, you know what I've been wanting. I've been wanting some Taco del Sol, Ooh, the yellow place. Yeah, the yellow. I know what you're talking Ooh, about. That's good stuff. Is that the place where they dip it like in that? Uh, no, sauce? no, no. This is the yellow place. I'm the 45. yellow place. Unfortunately. Oh yeah, my bad. The I br- haven't had that in a while. Yeah, it's good stuff. Really good stuff. They even have a bakery in there. It's not bad. Uh, eclairs. Michael hooked me up with the eclairs every time I go eclairs there. Are yeah, they're good. cold. I like that. Pretty good. Uh. So, we've been living COVID-free life anyways, right? We've been trying to do... Somewhat trying to get back to normal, but... And we're still, I mean, at a puzzle, like, eh, I don't want to go too many places. So, I got my wife's birthday coming up this weekend, and I have no plans to go out in public. So, that means I'll be cooking up for the birthday. Kind of got plans for that. Tomahawk, lobster tails... I'm going to grill two of them, and I'm going to get two of them, chunk them up, batter them, fry them, and uh, gratin potatoes. Oh, like uh, twice-baked potatoes? No, no, gratin potatoes. Uh, I think they call it a gratin potatoes. I understand this. Kind and of I'm dicey. going to look on recipes for uh, martinis. I'm going to try to, I'm going to make a, you know, like Mastro's do that dry ice where you make it look pretty fancy? Uh-huh. I'm going to make a couple of those martinis. How about you make lemon drop martinis? They're so, uh, much, they're so much easier to make. I'm going to do an apple martini for myself, and I'm going to do the citron, I think it's called, or I think it's called lemon drop. I think you might be right. Whichever one my my wife drinks there. But shout out to Mastro's. I really miss going there. It's so damn busy, though. You just got your beer in the microphone? Oh, sorry, ladies uh. and gentlemen. Uh, one thing that needs to be discussed since we're over here and we're talking. Sure. The moving of the microphone, the moving of the desk, the that picks up very loudly on the podcast and it's very inappropriate. You know, this I, is I'm going to it. This is my first time and uh, I'm not used to it. I don't hear that much of it when I listen to it. It's uh, in my ear right now, though, when the microphone. In the microphone. And the microphone is worse there. In the microphone, it sounds worse with the earphones, but I don't want the listeners to hear that shit because they don't want to hear none of that. That. 
Well, I mean, they don't want to hear us, but still, they imagine listen. If was, can imagine if I was eating on like as you're live, like drinking something. That That's that MSR. What is that called? That porn stuff when people like do the voice stuff. What the fuck are you into, man? I'm not. I just like. <sighs> I was just talking about eat, chewing or drinking on a microphone because it drives people nuts. That's all I was just gonna mention. I don't know what the fuck this guy's talking about. So so far, you're into <laughs> some freaky motherfucking shit, man. I don't oh. want to do this podcast with you no more. <laughs> Family guy. Sometimes I feel like I don't know you. What did I get myself into? See, I knew I should have sit home and play Madden, but nope. I know I can't be fuck. I don't fucking watch it. I don't ever fucking have a Hermes, Hermes R or whatever it's called. ASMR or some shit. This guy right here has not. I, I What is it called again? ASMR, I think, or some shit like that. I, I guess I'll be Googling that later. Yeah, right, ladies and gentlemen, go check that up. I'm going to Google it myself. All right, no one looking Brian's phone. Huh. Any kind of other sick fetishes you got? I there? don't have uh, sick fetishes. It's the. Uh, How about your incest stuff? Do you and uh, for one, the, you can't get anyone incest because incest is what porn is nowadays. All porn is is just incest. Uh, what, what's the guy's name here in Texas? Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. How about you, Ted? Any more incest stuff? You think that's why you went to Mexico for the freeze? Uh, for the freeze, yes, because he couldn't get his porn up. God damn it! The Wi-Fi ain't working. I can't do this and whack off at free. I can't whack off. It's too cold. <laughs> well, that's son of a bitch. Should have had a generator. You know he had a good generator. You know he's got one of those portal. You know the ones that power back up the house. Yeah, one that comes into commercial and shit. Yeah, but why the fuck he should freeze? Yeah, you got money. Go to Mexico. I don't blame him. Was it really much warmer, Dojo? Has it been better than that freeze that we had? That was fucking miserable. I never want to go through that again. We were stuck in the house for like a week. Probably longer, I think. No, I was not stuck in the house for a week, but it was two days and no stores was open. Nothing was open, and it's just no air. Hold no on, heater. there's no heater. There's no lights. No electricity. I had my fireplace working, and that was it. I froze. It's kind of terrible. People died trying to keep themselves warm. Bad stuff. What can we close on a popular note? Because we're we're dragging along. This is Debbie Downer kind of hitting, and we got to like end on some kind of positive note. Uh. So speaking of porn, all right. Oh God, like this guy I again. Like, I like he's, do, he's doing it again. I like where we're going at. I mean, so you got me being a freak and shit like that. The MSM, SR, whatever the fuck it's called, that stuff. I mean, the cosplayers that I follow do weird shit and talk into this stuff. I don't fucking watch it, but I see them fucking post it. Sure. Oh, go watch my OnlyFans. I'm gonna do this, and it's just what they're basically doing is they fucking talk into a microphone and make weird fucking noises and shit. People get off on that. Uh. Okay. Uh, it's not all sexual. Some people actually fall asleep to it. It helps people fall asleep. Uh, so yeah, there, there's that. Uh, I can't be the only person that's heard of it. I'm not as big of a freak as you think I am. Maybe with our listeners, I might be the only person that's heard of it because I can see the demographics of our listeners. Uh, and let's face it, <laughs> the views are pretty low. No, it's not, not the demographics, like how old they are, basically. It's, oh, age group. Uh, it's definitely between the ages of 28 and 35, so somewhere in that range and older. The 35 is like really where our age group is at. Like WWE, we're getting like the, the older guys. No, we're, we're getting just the originals. The OGs. Ah, well, we have, uh, we've talked about some things. We got wrestling in, we got our porn weird stuff in, uh, we got some horse stuff and dog stuff. Uh, we got our picks. Boy, it's been going down. 
Uh, the podcast has been moving along. Uh, I believe it is episode seven. Or episode six, week seven. Yes. Uh, yes. We appreciate you guys for listening. And uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, have a good night. This good is, bet. We're out. This is Sports Experience Stuff. We're out.